This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. While we commemorate Martin Luther King Day in America, the civil rights of many, many citizens is still less than ideal. The imperative of tikkun olam to heal the fractured world is incumbent on each and every Jew. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. There's an African proverb that says, when you pray, move your feet. This sentiment essentially posits that while there is a tremendous value in focused and silent prayer, that without action and one's own due diligence, it's just not as effective. You know, I've heard it said that the same is true of love, that thoughts of love without acts of love is not truly love. And the Torah teaches us a similar concept to this African proverb when we learn about Abraham, our forefather. So the Bible speaks of God coming to visit Abraham when he's 99 years old after he's performed the covenant of the Brit, a circumcision upon himself. Abraham was a man of abundant love and kindness, what we call in Hebrew chesed. He lived to give. He set up his tent in the desert to greet travelers and feed them and care for them and teach them about the one God. It was his oxygen and his reason for being. But after his operation, God made it really, really hot so that no travelers or wayfarers will come by that would force Abraham to rest and recover. But upon his visit, God finds Abraham bereft. Not caring for travelers, not giving his heart and his home is not making him feel better. It's sucking out his oxygen. So God sends three angels in the form of travelers to come so that Abraham can give. And we read that Abraham runs to these men. In effect, he says to God, sorry, gotta go. Someone's at the door. Now, I don't know about you, but if I were granted a visit from the Creator, I think I'd be focused on that and that alone. But not Abraham. Our sages teach two powerful things from this story. Number one, that we never really leave God's presence. When we care for strangers and for the needy, he's right beside us. And number two, it is better to emulate God than to just be in conversation with him. Abraham prayed with his feet. You know, when Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel returned from Selma, where he marched from there to Montgomery, someone asked him, did you find time to pray when you were in Selma? Rabbi Heschel famously responded by saying, I prayed with my feet. His point was simply this, that marching and protesting and sharing his voice in the civil rights movement was the prayer of all prayers. While we commemorate Martin Luther King Day in America, the civil rights of many, many citizens is still less than ideal. The imperative of tikkun olam to heal the fractured world is incumbent on each and every Jew. 
You know, Jews of color often share that their experiences are like being marginalized and questioned in our synagogues and that it feels less than holy. They fear for their teenage son's safety from law enforcement. They worry that the color of their skin makes them vulnerable. And you know what? They are right. To the Jews of color who are tired of being asked, are you a convert or where do you come from? Or even what are you doing here? Can we start praying with our feet and make our own private psychological marches to better expression of unity without uniformity? You know, I have a very strong memory of one of my sons coming home from summer camp one day. He was only six years old. He slipped on some dog poop in the sports field, and he was so humiliated and upset. But he came home wearing different clothes, and I asked him, what what happened? And he said, the green hat counselor got me new shorts so I wouldn't smell, and the green hat counselor got me a popsicle, and he helped me, and he told the kids to stop laughing at me. I love the green hat counselor. Well, the next day at drop-off, I went to meet his three counselors. One had a blue hat. One had a red hat. One had a green hat. I took the green hat guy aside, and I thanked him for what he did for my son, and I asked him his name. I told him that since it was only day three of camp, my kid didn't know his name yet, but he told me that the green hat counselor had taken such good care of him after his little accident, and I really wanted to express my appreciation for his goodness. So once done, I walked away, but I took a closer look at the other two counselors. So the red hat guy, he was a very tall, lanky, blonde, surfer dude kind of teenager. And the blue hat guy? was a very freckled, slightly chubby redhead. And the green hat guy was tall, lanky, and black. At six years old, our children don't define or describe people by the color of their skin. He didn't say the black guy. So why do we? This year, as you approach Martin Luther King Day, can you make an effort to pray with your feet and take action? Can you examine our peers and our social lives and our closed little worlds to see if we can broaden and widen our circles to include people who don't look just like us? And can we begin to stop using race and or ethnicity or looks as a way of describing or defining our fellow human? It's not about being colorblind. It's about seeing people for who they truly are, souls, not the body or the vehicle that soul is housed in. Can we begin to support businesses that reflect diversity, to greet all human beings as they truly are created in the image of God and our brothers and our sisters? Because if a six-year-old gets it, why should it? We. Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum Podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeitelman Family Foundation. 
Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.